Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. My name is Tom Hamlet, and uh, we have a very exciting episode this week. We got a new city in our docket. We got Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. In addition to that, we are going to be covering Real Housewives of Potomac. Just another reminder, uh, on Fridays, we are doing our Bravo episodes. On Sundays, you will have your Bachelorette recaps. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for Sunday's episode. We have Kathleen LaMagna on on Sunday. Um, it's a great app. We actually already recorded it. And uh, yeah, so before we get everything going here, Kix is not here today, but my co-host today is Bradley Gibson. He was here for episode two. Bradley, hi, how are you? I'm happy to be here. I'm filling in for the great Kix. Happy to, yeah. So um, speaking of Kix, Kix and I recorded a couple of weeks ago and we recorded like a full episode and didn't record it and had to re-record a full episode, <laughs> 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 which almost happened today. Uh, look behind the curtain. We already did this little intro <laughs> and I immediately saw that we weren't recording. I need a better system, but you know, here we are. Here we are making it work. <laughs> we were only like not even five minutes in. So happy, happy, yeah. happy. We've, I caught it. Um <laughs> And uh, uh, our guest today, uh, we have uh, one of Bradley and I's best, best friends in the whole world. His name is Dan Rosales. You can follow him at Dan Rosales on Instagram. Dan, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We've said that so many times to each other. It's just (laughs) finally being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is real. This is real now. Don't overthink your answer. What answer? To the question that I already asked you. Yeah, I know. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, every we have a lot to cover, so we're gonna go fly through this first segment so we can get to recaps. But every episode, we uh, start with the question to our guest: uh, What reality television made you realize the lowbrow was your brow? And Dan, I just want to direct that question at you. Sure. I mean, this will be an answer you guys have never heard before. Not once. Not five minutes ago. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My first exposure to reality TV was like seeing competitions like American Idol and Survivor. What? But like, oh, I know. Brand new info. <laughs> this is brand new information. Wow. <laughs> no, but like the first like quote unquote reality, like grungy reality, real stuff that I ever watched was uh, MTV's Next, where they had the contestant on the next bus and they had to choose like which one they person they wanted to date on the bus and they went on these like really fast dates and it was a really short episode I think it was literally like under 20 minutes or 30 minutes maybe with commercials but it was you know quick and brutal and I remember the like one gay one that I watched when Spencer was on we talked about his answer was also his answer was like next and super sweet 16 and he was saying how how iconic he would be on the next bus like can't you picture him just not getting rejected? Oh, like he would have like the fun like quip to be like, "Well, fuck you," <laughs> and like <laughs> gay ass back up on the steps. The yeah. gay episodes are the best. Sorry, the gay, keep, what, were you, what were you going to say about no, the gay? I, ep- I, no, I just remember a lot of like double popped collars mm. from like American Eagle. Yeah. Like Bradley, yep. you remember all about that. Um, uh, my old look. <laughs> yeah, I, I, all eyes on Bradley Rashad over here. <laughs> Circa two thousand and nine. Polo. <laughs> You used to fuck up a polo. Two of I used to fuck <laughs> up a polo and a bootcut jean, honey. Oh, For a while. God. There's nothing wrong with a polo. There's nothing wrong with polo. Polos are cute. No, two of them cute. is one too many. But, you know, yeah. you make do. Um, but yeah, Next was like the first, like, I don't want to say... Uh, let's just say lowbrow show. <laughs> That's lowbrow. Yeah, lowbrow show. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, am I pregnant? What's the show? I forget what it's called. Am I I'm pregnant? Secretly pregnant or whatever it's called. Like, <laughs> 16 and pregnant. All of a sudden, Dan. <laughs> Me? 
<laughs> no. Oh. Are you nervous? <laughs> you just like you're like so fast all of a sudden. <laughs> no. Wait, it was a pregnant show, Dan. You're right. What was it called? I'm like, what? Sixteen mom? Sixteen no, and pregnant? No, it was like I, I was pregnant and I didn't know I was having a baby. The TLC yeah, thing, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh like, my god, but they would like shit babies. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Well, fun, fun fact, you guys. My <laughs> not shit babies. Bradley. Bradley famously in college, Bradley thought there were how many holes? <laughs> Two? Aren't wait? Are there? No, There's... Bradley. No, Bradley. There are three for a for a woman. I'm so sorry to our female identifying listeners. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess it just proves that I'm a gold star gay. And that. You should learn more about women. <laughs> <laughs> but I support women. And they're two holes. <laughs> <laughs> no. So a fun fact about lowbrow uh, reality TV is that my uncle, Robert Rosales, was, I don't re- remember his exact title, but he was either like a senior producer or a senior editor or executive for uh, Little People Big World for that, I think the entire season uh, the series excuse me and uh so you know i got to keep in like touch with him and like see behind the scenes of like pictures of them hanging out <laughs> on set and stuff which was so odd and wild no, just, i don't and, know what to say without yeah, getting canceled no no you should just, just not say anything and then he moved on to another show on discovery uh it was more like you know i think it was like treehouse masters or something less reality tv but like he's okay. in that world of like you know i didn't know that quote unquote reality yeah so a memory i so for those that don't know bradley dan and i all lived together in college um and for two years the three of us all together and i have such fond memories of us watching um real houses of beverly hills because that was like right when it came out mm-hmm. um and watching like the because I really, I find that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season two is like top three seasons of reality television, like of all time, across oh, every network, across anything like that's ever been created. Like that, I think, um, Survivor Micronesia, that's a completely other thing. I know, I know that the two of you haven't seen that, but for those that do know, like that, that season, that season is like the best season of Survivor. Um, Housewives of New York season three, I think that's like the best of New York. Um I'm sure there's a Jersey Shore season that like is oh, in the Pantheon, absolutely. you know, like there's just, like there's just like certain seasons of these like huge franchises that like go would be in like history books and season two of Beverly Hills. I have such vivid memories of us watching together because then also you didn't, we like weren't on like radar online or right. tabloids. Like we didn't know, like we didn't know that Russell died. Right. No. We learned that watching. Yeah. It was like a very eye-opening experience because uh, social media wasn't as big of a thing then as it is now. No, like, we used to, we had Instagram, but we were like posting like an eaten slice of pizza, being like, <laughs> "It was super Happy edited. Thursday." Yeah. <laughs> Off to Shakespeare class, it had, like three <laughs> likes or something. Yes, like those grainy, grainy photos with like they look like they're like four different colors, yeah. hipstamatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're old. You know what? I just uh, on Bravo this morning when I was uh, rewatching the shows we're going to talk about today, they were showing the first season of Housewives of New York. Oh, really? Yes. And I forgot that originally all all of the Housewives franchises had their families on their title cards. Do you Mm -hmm. remember this? Yeah. It'd be like, and then they turn around and like, look. oh no, they still, they still do that sometimes. They still do it. Yeah. I don't see it anymore. Really? Glamour shots. They do not do it on Potomac. So the Housewives are, um, the Housewives, 
every franchise is run by a different production company, mm. except mm. what we're now learning is Salt Lake City is also is um the same production company as New York. Okay, mm. which means which is why it's good. Gonna be so yeah. Good. Um, but uh, some of the, like I think some of them still do it. Like I'm pretty sure that on like OC, I, I'm not watching the current season of OC, but there's definitely seasons where like people will turn around like and their kids will be in the background. The problem is a lot of these shows, they don't have husbands or families anymore. anymore. They're all gone. So like they can't like, don't you think that like in Beverly Hills though, Bradley, like Kyle will turn around with Mauricio and like the kids in the background? I don't remember. Since that I happened. feel like it's been a while. I've been noticing that they kind of have taken out a lot. Of, I feel like they, they used to use that stock footage of like the glamour turnarounds right. more than they used to. I feel like they're slowly like going away and we're just like, getting like constant narrative right Unless but i miss the, the camp they're trying to that's introduce true. the character names to us yeah, yeah i miss I that guess, camp of it mm-hmm. i guess now that i'm thinking like i feel like they didn't in both potomac and salt lake city they didn't do like i feel like do the scenes just kind of go together or do they have like now we're going to cut to giselle or do they kind of no they do like the, the glamour title the turnaround and the they did giselle. do that yeah they still do that okay i can't remember I, i've seen so many of these goddamn shows that i can't remember what is <laughs> It like was, when, but it's crazy though to see like the origins of Skinny Girl. Like she was ordering her quote unquote mm-hmm. Skinny Girl margarita at the bar they were at, and Luann was like, "Oh, sign me up!" Like, oh, this it's is like, so good. Like that was the first time they were hanging out as friends, like oh, the season. Yeah, but they were, and they were not even oh, friends. Not even that. That's a loose term. Yeah, very loose. Term. How incredible that Bethany has turned Skinny Girl into what it became. She is competition to this podcast. We released the same week. <laughs> Well, I know like we right dropped now. the same week. Bethany, I know you're listening. Right <laughs> I know. Now. It's I know. Not a competition. We just want both of us to succeed. Uh, we're so proud of you, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in. When you win, I win, <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. Okay. <laughs> I want her to sit you down, Tom, like she sat down Sonia when Sonia was trying to start her <laughs> when her company. Like, you're, you're a fucking cheater, brand. Like making her break down into tears, and she's like, "I just want to support my family." I think if Bethany told me I was a cheater brand, I just jizz my pants. <laughs> Say it again. One more time. Can you slap me next time? <laughs> um, okay. On that riveting note, before we get into um, our recaps, one little thing that will kind of transition us into the recaps. We're going to start with Potomac. And before we get to Potomac, I just want to bring up one reality news thing, and that is that supposedly Candace uh, is cheating on Chris Dillard. This was released today. And they're also filming the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion today. Which is, I saw that in person. Evan Ross Katz. Today mm-hmm. will be the first day that uh, Monique and Candace are in the same room since October 16th, 2019. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of interesting Over because the way they delayed the show is the show is pretty much airing in time of when it was filmed, which doesn't often happen. How crazy with reality shows and with The Housewives, I, I think about more so, because I watch it all the time, is like, how does it feel to watch things that happened a year later? Like, I think that would either, one, make me not care at all, or it would make me care more. Like, I would get more heated, because you've had time to think about it, and then you're watching it, and then you're seeing the interviews. Like, if I was Monique or Candace, I might come in there ready to kill someone right to grab her hair and slam her on the top of her head <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh 
yeah. Right. Well, she's yeah. a brat. Well, why don't we not take a break and just kind of forge ahead with the Potomac recap, and then we'll take a break after we finish talking about it because we're kind of already here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that. Uh, what are you thinking about Potomac, Dan? I know that you've really only seen this season. Um, it's 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 good. It actually it it drew me in quicker than I thought it would. Um, I. I think the first, uh, what really hooked me was actually the fight episode between Candace and Monique. And I was like, oh shit, these girls have fucking shit to say. And <laughs> shit's going down in Potomac. Also, I'm obsessed with Karen. Um, obsessed with- Of course. Karen. Um, I'll also, Ashley's- <laughs> God, also, so many noise effects. <laughs> it sounds like I have like a soundboard here where I'm like, guys, like a car, a vroom. Wang, 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 wang. <laughs> um, I, Ashley and Michael's like whole situation is truly fascinating to me because of all like the tea about him on Grinder hooking up with these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and they have an open marriage and kind of, and they like have acknowledged it. Like, power to them, I guess. Like, if you want to do that, sure. I can't. Go for it, but it's. I can't figure out how. Okay, I can't figure out. Do you think that they are open because they want to get ahead of the press, or do you think they're open because they're actually open because? it's sometimes it's coming across a little sticky to me now where they're like, where she's like, Oh, but we're open. And then it's like, okay, well, if you were open, Mm -hmm. then like, why? Cause the two or three seasons ago was when the grinder thing happened. It wasn't even last season. It was Mm -hmm. last season. He was grabbing producers butts, Butts, which was a mess. The season before that though, was when um, there were all these pictures of him on grinder, like at in hotel rooms, like in Europe or in London or something. And it's just, it's like, why not tell everyone then that you're open? But then like now... Well, I guess she did, right? Because uh, Ashley told... Uh, no, I think she told Monique. She told Monique. and like, I think she told Monique to get ahead. It's coming across to me that she's telling people this to get ahead of the storyline because she doesn't want the storyline to be about him cheating on her. That's true. But I... I, 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 I know, I it might like not be gonna, true. I just... I, it's coming across a little sticky. I feel like if you're going to tell a friend, though that like they were they were having an open relationship or open marriage or whatever you would tell your friend who would talk the most so that would start spreading like slowly so people have like an idea of well she should have told candace then i know absolutely (laughs) or told me monique didn't say a word was this this was this past episode right where they had the producer cut that said like uh monique faking that she didn't know that news i think so open marriage yeah yeah, i think i think it was the beginning of the episode right i I don't i don't know i mean it's a whole situation in and of itself i know but my but still like if she's like revealing that she also like cheated on him yeah it's easier for her storyline to say that they're open Open marriage yeah it's just a little live your life but guess what you're on a reality show so you can't really have secrets Mm -hmm. like andy cohen famously says this when he does interviews about housewives he's like my biggest advice to anyone going on a reality show is do not go on television with a secret because it will inevitably come out like it just will. Like there's no, like think about all the secrets that have come out. We've had Kim Richards having addiction issues. We've had addiction issues across the board with a lot of different women, um, and we've had marriages that were rocky. You know, Bethany did this interview a long time ago that I can't remember if it was on Sirius or something, but she has this theory that it's called the Lily Pad mm. for what we call like housewives that come on to housewives as a jumping off point to leave their husband. Like they say that it's like an opportunity to 
to get out of their marriage. Right. And we see this kind of across the board. I mean, it's happened in many, many different situations on all franchises. And um, some, I think one of which is, we can talk about this in a second, on Salt Lake City, there's someone that's doing that. Um, But with Ashley, I don't, she's not even really lily padding. She's just like, she's like, I don't know, she's feeling like, they're both trying to clutch onto the lily pad for dear life and <laughs> yeah. say that they're not. I just wish like- she would leave them. Yeah. I wonder too, if I wonder if, you know, having an open marriage is, it's one thing and it's fine. And maybe one person, Michael is like taking advantage of that more or whatnot. But now that there's a baby involved and now the dynamic yeah. has changed, do we think that maybe Ashley like, she's having a lot of feelings around it and like can't handle it. I'm like, that's kind of what I'm seeing a little bit. I get that vibe too, because her reaction to him coming home or being 11 minutes late to getting home to like take care of the baby, which I understand like you have a a caretaker and you want to be on time, Mm -hmm. but like that reaction of like almost breaking down into tears saying like, I want to go home. Like a normal person who's like at peace with what their relationship is, wouldn't react that way to automatically assuming that he is being completely unfaithful or, or doing something that they didn't agree upon. You know, there's, yeah. there's an underlying issue that is going to come up to the surface soon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because, well, I don't know yeah. if you know this, but they're pregnant again. Oh, I didn't know. I keep forgetting. Honestly, <laughs> real, if Ashley, if you're listening, sorry, sis, but I kind of forget about her because I, do I just think she's problematic. She's, she's so problematic. Nevada of that group. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. never like, it's never consistent. It's always messy. And it like, she shows her, her, her youth. I feel like, you know, she's one of the youngest people on the show. She shows her like immaturity. 27. She's like 30 something. She's around our age, right? She's like 30. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's like 30 something. But I feel like comparing her to like grown ass 50 some year old ladies, like she shows her like, immaturity when it comes to relationship and marriage mm-hmm. because like like that whole 11 minutes late thing like she was wiling out she was it was like the end of the world like calling him seven times in a row and like speaker like where is he where is he then calling the babysitter like uh he, you know like I, like it'll be okay like sometimes work goes late and things happen yeah. but in um, her defense he was the um, last time when he wasn't home he was fucking a stripper so that is that would be, <laughs> on the flip side you know there's a reason for her to believe that something might be going on right. but I, I i don't know if you say you're at peace with it and you guys are working on it and when they went to therapy or whatever like you don't i don't know yeah and you're also right tom being like why i don't understand why she wouldn't like saying that your marriage is open kind of gives her control of the narrative too it's, she it gives her the power to be like y'all can talk all you want to but I know what he's doing and guess what I'm doing it too. Like let's squash this. Right. But she's not doing that. She's handling it really poorly. It's making her come off childish. Like, yes, childish. That's exactly right now. Well, so we kind of like are bopping around, which is totally fine. But the most like the trip so today it's not today. This episode is uh their first day or first episode that we have on their vacation and they are in Portugal. Have you guys been to, I've never been to Portugal. I have, I have been to Portugal. I stopped there on like a one day uh, trip when I was working on that cruise ship right after college. We docked for like six hours there. It was beautiful. I, I've always it looks beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it really does look beautiful. So colorful. The people are so nice. Like it, it was truly like 
paradise. Um, I, right off the bat, though, the trip looks like zero fun at all. It looks like they are having like no fun. I, you've seen it in some of the franchises before where they go on these trips that are obviously forced and like they're forced to be together. But this looks like none of them wanted to be there at all. Well, no one's really at this point. Like there's not a lot of them. They're at a point in this storyline that not a lot of them are like besties anymore. Yeah. Like no. Giselle and Robin are really close. Right. And Giselle and Robin are close with Ashley, but Karen fully like doesn't care about anyone. There. Well, certainly not Wendy either. <laughs> well, and Wendy still doesn't know anyone because, you know, I, I think Wendy is going to be a good housewife. The problem is she came in on this season where there's so much drama about yeah. these other people that you yeah. guys know she's like trying to butt in places. And it's like, we, I feel like we still don't totally know her, but we did learn something iconic about her this week. <laughs> and that is her namesake. Oh my God. I was so gagged. I thought she was joking. I thought it was a joke to get the girls to laugh. And it's re- it was really not a joke. Israel. I thought Karen thought that it was a joke. Like her yeah. sake. Like, oh. <laughs> um, um, so sorry. We're we're facing the elements here today. We got water. We got wind. We got coronavirus. <laughs> but when she was saying that story, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like her dad was like, you know, started in in uh, fast food service, and like he like built himself up to like become the manager and stuff. And then I thought it was like anecdotal. I really did think I, I didn't think she was named after the girl with pigtails for the square patties. Like, and my dad named me after Wendy, Miss Wendy. Fun fact: Marion Hamlet's first job, my mom uh, was she was a um, drive-through cashier person at Wendy's. Oh, I, I thought you were going to yeah. say she was like a Wendy's like model. She put on like a red wig. <laughs> Should I say that? I wish that was <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's a bad story. Okay. I like that. Well, she wasn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone? Are we Wendy's people here? I love a Wendy's. I, when I used to eat Wendy's. Media. I mean, nugget mm-hmm. Ooh, and that barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that beats a McDonald's fry. I'm sorry. See, yeah, I like Wendy's, Wendy's fry though. better. You do? Wendy's fries don't do it for me. McDonald's fries are it. See, Wendy's fries in the Frosty, if it's that combo together, sure, I'll do that. You but don't like that? Also, Wendy's, those pretzel buns. They have those pretzel buns, which I appreciate. I don't think they had those when um, Wendy's dad was immigrating here. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. It was the basics. Yeah, I think they just had the square patties. Can you imagine being like, okay, I have an idea. We're going to make a burger chain, but the burgers can be square. Like, that's, like, essentially what the company's founded on is a square burger. Out. Let's get all the scrap meat. Chili. I, y'all, I Let's used to get, get a baked potato. And why? Like, that's what? what That's what I used to think Wendy's was, was just baked potatoes and, and chili. chili. Like, and a weird, like, bacon bit salad, which it still is kind of The that, thing is, those yeah. are such, like, all those things are such Texas foods. Like, chili is such a, is a Texas yeah, that, food. That baked, yeah. baked potato is a Texas food. I mean, it's an everywhere food, but, like, I... Like, I would get chili baked potato and a Caesar salad. Like, and I wouldn't even get fries or a burger or anything. In hindsight. As a kid? Gross. As a kid, yeah. That sounds you were like grown. Terrible childhood. <laughs> I still, you were- despite that, that, that meal is pretty, like, balanced, but I still was pretty fat. <laughs> you were eating grown folks food was- like, I'm not going to have french fries I'm going to have a tub of <laughs> sour cream and bacon bits <laughs> and chili please 
That's like when I used to. I used to get so mad at the little Frosty, like little Junior Frosty. They would trick me sometimes and be like, "You can have a treat today," and I'd be like, "Oh my god, yes!" And then you get the Frosty. I'm like, "This is one spoonful." (laughs) The Frosty. I'm not a sweets person, so the Frosty never. I love a Frosty, but that was never like a. Like I don't. I don't think about them. I I don't think about them either. But I love sweets. If I had one now. I, I'd eat it. I there, to, there is a Wendy's up the street. I know there is. I there to, is? When I was in middle yeah. school, you guys, I would beg my stepdad when he would pick me up from middle school to take me to McDonald's every day after school to get chicken nuggets and french fries, which is probably why I was so large then. <laughs> Wait, I can, I can one-up you on this. I had an order at Sonic. Okay, ready, guys? It's the Chicken Toaster Club. Oh, I'm already hungry. Mm-hmm. It was Texas toast. On the sandwich, we have lettuce, of course. Tomatoes, of course. A huge thing of fried chicken. Um, a couple large slices of cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then honey mustard. Mm. And then I would get, I mean, of course, I would also get cheese tater tots. Okay. How could you not? And, of course. Ra- and to wrap it all up, I mean, I had to get a large Reese's Sonic Blast. <laughs> that's, that's like 7,000 calories. I've done the math. It is 3,000 calories. Oh <laughs> that is a day and a half's worth. And of course, I'm sure I fucked up Domino's later too. <laughs> I remember I like, I just started eating better in high school and I dropped weight and everyone was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, just not fucking eating like on my 600 pound life <laughs> oh god but oh but when wow. back yes, to the episode dr. Wendy. Oh, yes dr. Mm-hmm. Wendy, dr wendy revealed that she's named after wendy's which makes me love her even more she's she's an icon i actually dm'd her and i said i gotta know what your wendy's order is she got back to me immediately she did not <gasps> she did. No. she got back to me immediately and she said it's the four for four um yes is this like a paid ad does she get money for saying four for four on instagram i don't think so also tom how iconic that wendy is in your dms it wrapped the conversation wrapped up pretty quick (laughs) (laughs) she said i'm a four for four girl myself the junior bacon cheeseburger is my jam i said the way i screamed when you revealed this tonight wendy you are wendy's is queen and so are you no response to that but um yeah of course i yeah. see a friendship forming <laughs> a Look, friendship looks like it <laughs> of you going to portugal the next round i would love to um but what else happens so we have uh we have that first night they're drinking this thing called pon 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 they call Pum-pa. it poop poom 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 it sounds like apparently Poon poon. Poon poon means poon poon means vagina. Vagina, yeah. Yeah. Vagina. So they're really being, they're, they're trying to be fun. And that's moment too that I can say like, there are moments where Candace shows like humor and like she's lighthearted and I like her. Like she's fun sometimes, but I think she's a huge problematic brat. But a lot of times she's yeah, so she's fun. fun. She's fun when she gets her way. When someone mm-hmm. stands up to her or doesn't, like, I'm sure the shit that's com- going to come out, not to get it, uh, ahead of ourselves, but next episode with Ashley and mm-hmm. Candace and the affidavit that she swore, like, when stuff like that happens, I mean, granted, that's very severe, but when shit doesn't go her way, she becomes a brat. She becomes like a little toddler and she starts acting as if she is 
11 years old and doesn't get the regular size Frosty from Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> no, I completely agree. Yes. I think kind of about like what Dan was saying about the trip not looking fun. It feels like, yeah, they're not like, they're not even doing activities that seem all that fun. Like, like they're not getting out and about and doing the most. Like sometimes they do on trips. I feel like even the restaurant, they're just like eating in the hotel. Right? They went on <laughs> they're the, like, the trolley ride, whatever it is, the yeah. lift ride. And well, they went to lunch. Also, let's look at who planned it. It's, it's yeah. Ashley who is dealing with postpartum depression. Mm. No shade at that. It's just like, oh, I don't yeah. know that I want that person planning my vacation. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, national vacation. true. Like, let your friends, like, plan the vacation for you. That was what I found so weird is right. because they were like, Ashley, like, brings up the idea of vacation. It's like, if if either of you were dealing with postpartum depression, I would hope, or me, I would hope that the other two of us would, would be like, it. let's yeah. do something for... Dan, let's do something for Bradley. You know what I mean? Not like, Bradley, would you like to do something for us? Uh, it's us like planet. I know you're in a dark place. Plan a trip for us. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to uh, the Real House of Salt Lake City. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in one second. Bye. Okay, and we are back with our recap of The Real House of Salt Lake City. Oh my God, I am so freaking excited. This was electric, guys. It was ex... <laughs> hey. Let's do that again. No, I want to okay. leave it in. What were you going to say? I was, I was ecstatic the whole time. It was... You know, it's... We haven't had a new franchise in a long time. It's so refreshing to know nothing about these women. Mm-hmm. We're all on the edge of our seats. There really hasn't been any tabloids about them either because right. they weren't famous until yesterday evening. Truly. And so we don't really know anything about what's going to happen. And it was everything. These women are all-stars. And something I have to say, and take note to every other franchise, I have to think that one of the reasons that these women, the reason this immediately just worked is because they found a diverse group of Yep. women they yeah all different similar. it's not like orange county where they all go to the same plastic surgery and surgeon surgeon <laughs> the same plastic surgeon <laughs> good old education they all have the same eye color skin color hair color like these women these women in salt lake city are so diverse mm-hmm. not one of them shares a ton of similarities with the other well, except like the Mormon thing, but no, Mormon. but one is Mormon still, right? I, I just mean like the the family of it all, like yeah. coming from the Mormon church or right. being from or excommunicated or right. whatever it is. Well, shout can, out to Mary. Yeah, I was gonna say Bradley. Can we like go there a little bit? Please, let's go there. I'm down. Okay, so, for those that don't know, which I feel like most people don't know, I feel like a lot of people don't know this anymore. But Bradley yeah. grew up Mormon. I'm a member of the church <laughs> still <laughs> to this day. I'm not active, obviously, but I'm a member. So, like. Y'all, I've never in my entire life seen Mormonism um, play out in the way that it did on that show. Like mm-hmm. when, when, when Heather said that the whole, you know, the overall sheen of Mormonism is perfection. Like we're, we're literally told in church that like we should be striving for perfection and you can achieve it by living this way of life. Like which AKA just says like suppress everything and like pretend that you're perfect. But they tell you that you can achieve perfection. But seeing these women be not that and be sexual and be and they're drinking and they're talking about yeah. divorce. And they have some of them had this rich, like Mormon family history. Like, mm-hmm. was it Heather that said that 
her father was Joseph Smith's bodyguard? No, not That's Joseph the, Smith. It was Whitney, right? No, no, no. It was Heather. Oh, it was it, Heather. Yeah. No, it wasn't Joseph Smith. It was like another one of the um, like the bishops, like that were underneath him. I believe. I don't I know. I think it was, was him Joseph. and Brigham Young. It was it the was, two of them. It was Joseph Smith Maybe. and Brigham Young. Yeah. It was the their driver and their henchman. She said. It was yeah. like me as Meshach. I've read about him and learned about him in like study classes and seminary and Sunday school. Like that's crazy. That's like they're, they're the pioneer they're the people. They're the prophets yeah, that's of that religion. Major. And to see her also talk about how like she runs like a plastic surgery like business and like wants to like get dick down and stuff. And like that's wild to me. I know. It's well she got wild. kicked out. Cause she, <laughs> True. Yeah, she got kicked out for her divorce. So, right. um, but oh, I her for like cashing in on like, yeah, well she said attaining perfection is a Mormon pastime and she cashed in on it with her business, which is yeah. so, so smart. smart. Yeah. I, so I also grew up not Mormon, but my, the town I grew up in, in Texas was like, I would say, I would say like my high school was 25% to 30% Mormon. So a large group of my friends growing up are Mormon. And it's funny, I just like always thought that that's how like most communities were. And then it wasn't until like we got to college and I realized that not, not everyone, I mean, obviously you were Mormon Bradley, but that not everyone knew, like my roommate doesn't, did not, has never met a Mormon person before. Wow. That's I mean, he not knowing that you, not right. knowing that you were Mormon. Yeah. My high school was the same way. We had a huge Mormon stake in our, uh, in our town. And I think like my high school was like a quarter Mormon. Yeah. It was like Mormon Catholic yeah. and then a mix of the rest. But it was. It's an interesting, I mean, I know you know more about all this than I do, but I just remember like there's just, it's such a bizarre like culture of like the way they grew up because I remember like I had a lot of girlfriends that were Mormon who were like my best friends. And then like they went to BYU and the focus turned to, babies and like husband in a way that was like crazy and they would I remember I had this one friend that came back from her first year at BYU and she met um so after high school Mormon men go on how how long is the the mission two years two years two and then after their two years is when they enter into BYU and so and all of them are like ready to like find you know a wife yeah a partner and i, I had multiple friends <laughs> and nature's pocket because they have not seen nature's pocket yet but i had multiple friends who like came back from college like i had a friend that came back december of her freshman year with an engagement ring and was like just this completely different human being she was like it's she was like it's not appropriate for me to be friends with you anymore she told me oh because like it would be stepping out on her relationship with her fiance to be close with a man. Oh yeah. It gets intense like that. I was yeah. trying to, my group of friends in high school, um, I had one friend who was um, very, a very devout Mormon girl. Um, and she was also like my only friend who like really stayed in my life who once I, you know, was out and living my life. And, but she always remained very Mormon up to this day. And she was the only friend in my group then after me coming out and like not being a part of the church that was an active member, right? So the rest of our friends weren't Mormon at all. So getting them to understand that when we graduated from high school and she went to BYU and um, 
didn't, she didn't finish. And she became a mother to a guy who's now um, a doctor. They have like two or three kids. And like her kind of separating herself from our friend group, not in a mean way, but just her priorities change. And also like the realities of what she felt was right of how to like be and behave and relate to us is different because her goal her whole life, she always said is, I remember being like in third grade and her being like, I want to be a mom and a wife. And like, that's her, that was always on her mind and that's her joy. So like accepting that and like being like, oh, I guess we're not going to be friends like that anymore. Right. Making everyone kind of get on board with that is, it's hard. It's weird because it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense unless you were raised in that world, right? That's the doctrine. Like that's what the the Book of Mormon for all intents and purposes and all the other parables and examples of prophet doing things teaches, you know, this, that's what yeah. the family is. The goal in the Mormon church is perfection, but also it's about family. And it's supposed to be mm-hmm. end of the day, like families can be together forever, which means after death, but also here on earth. So the priority is the family. So when you make a family of your own, like it's that. And right. the only time it's not that is when you break off to either serve a mission and like teach people the gospel or to make your own so it's intense and also intense to see these ladies not do that and be wild i love it don't they believe because i can cut this out if this is like too much but do they believe that like you like go to different levels of heaven based on your accomplishments as a mormon like based on having a family and like things like that it's based on like a lot of things based on like repentance. It's based on like sin and your level of forgiveness in that sin. It's based on uh, being baptized. It's based on like um, if your partner is baptized, like there is, I, I believe I could be wrong. It's been so long. I'm pretty sure there is like a degree of heaven that you can't make it to, you know, the highest degree is the celestial kingdom. Mm-hmm. You can't make it there if your partner is not also baptized in the church because you are one the two of you are one and that person is not a part of that so like there's a whole other path you have to take to make it there based upon like your your person it's wild well before we get to the episode just a quick question for you bradley what level of heaven would i go to (laughs) (laughs) um you know what tom i'm not sure in the Mormon eyes, you're going to make it to the celestial kingdom. <laughs> don't I don't think, think so? the three of us are going to make it. I think okay. we'd, be in the, we'd be in the far off burbs outside that celestial kingdom, you know, down I think so 29. Too. <laughs> Just fun there. there. That's the place to be. Celestial That's kingdom is a fierce name for a gay bar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awful that one day I opened one that was in called... In Salt Lake City. I'll be like Heather. Drop it off of the Mormon views yeah right okay so um i want to just go through i wrote down um each of our new wives taglines and their name Mm. so uh, let's go through them talk about the wives and kind of like who's our favorites who we're suspect of all that stuff so uh first up we have jen shaw her tagline is in this town i'm queen b and mvp and jen shaw um i don't know her i can't what was her specific background again she's hawaiian hawaiian and tongan Yes, and um, she's married to a black man and then has converted to Islam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Lisa Barlow. Uh, her tagline is, when you take cheap shots, always expect a hangover. 
like that, <laughs> even though she doesn't drink. Right. <laughs> so Lisa Barlow runs a tequila company. She's the only Mormon we have, like active practicing Mormon that we have on the cast and runs a tequila company, which is interesting. Um, which is problematic in the church. It, it is. She was, she, she's not born Mormon. Was, wasn't she Jewish? And then she converted to Mormonism? For her yeah, because her husband was. I, don't I think her and Meredith were both Jewish. And then, and then they Meredith is still Jewish. Right, Meredith but is Lisa, Jewish, but yeah. Lisa converted to Mormons. Um, next, we have Whitney Rose. Uh, and her tagline is, "This ro- I like this one. This Rose isn't scared to handle a little prick. Which I was like, <laughs> are you calling out your, your old-ass husband right now? For having a tiny dick? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, and uh, she was in the church and then got kicked out because she was fucking her boss who is her husband now and then we have um meredith marks her tagline is jealousy is a disease to which i say get well soon oh meredith is my (laughs) my queen i'm loving her you like her yeah um she is grew up in chicago jewish and then um is now in Salt Lake city uh two two more wives we got mary cosby the icon, the moment, Mary Cosby. Uh, I love God, but I will read you like a scripture. Oh, I like that. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't wow. believe that she could read me like a strip. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying like, I don't think she has the reading has capabilities. Reading capabilities. I'm sure <laughs> no. outside, of, outside of scripture. Right. She is a pre uh, pastor um, in a evangelical church, which Pentecostal, right? Yeah, Pentecostal, yeah. which is a first doozy. <laughs> Pentecostal, that is yeah. scary. It's, it's the scariest. It's intense. Oh, yes, that's a ton. Like the woman, the, the Trump the woman. Demons. Yes, yes, yes. He's talking about the <laughs> South American children. The rains of Africa are coming. <laughs> the rains of Africa are coming. I see the power of Christ. I see the power of rain and coming. So, and their church services are like, it's theater. It's I've like been to one. I've been, I used to go to one. Different mm. time of my life. Oh, well, <laughs> and and Mary is uh, married to her grandpa. Um, the next one, Heather Gay. Uh, she is also, I think, queen of Heather this franchise. Gay. Love her. Her her um, tagline is just like my pioneer ancestors. I'm trailing. Oh, let's try that again. Just like my pioneer ancestors, I'm trying to blaze a new trail. And Heather was kicked out of the church because of uh, her divorce. Her divorce. I and will- now runs a med spa. I will say, just right off the bat, just to jump right into it, mm-hmm. Jen and Heather, I think, are going to be icons of this franchise. Yeah, I, I think agree. Heather has like the the Mormon background, so she knows exactly what's happening in the city her, with her business and her divorce. And she said she likes to get dicked down by big black men. What? <laughs> she did say she that. Did say, I think she actually verbatim said that. And uh, the thing about it is that Bradley, that no, I, I don't have the I don't have the Mormon scripture instilled in my brain. Is there anything in the Mormon scripture about getting dicked down by big black men? I um I'm gonna say that <laughs> since it took you know almost 100 years for Mormons to uh, accept black people, yeah. that they're not down for their white ladies to be dicked down by <laughs> big black d's. Yeah, look what happened to Jen. She left the Mormon church because her husband was like, look. no, Jen was never Mormon. She wasn't Mormon. I don't think so. Oh, she wasn't, she was, was she either? No, thing? she was Mormon. She was Mormon, right? Oh, Jen Shaw yeah, was? Said, yeah. yeah, she said in the episode, she was raised Mormon, but left oh. the church when she realized, remember they met freshman year of college, mm-hmm. when she realized, because oh, yes. yes, yes. that's something the Mormon church does not, they don't like, you know, when you, when you have bad history, you don't like to harp on the negative things. And Mormons don't like to harp on the fact that up until like the mid-1970s, black people weren't allowed to hold the 
full extent of the of the priesthood in the in which the is so fucked up. That's what her husband which is so fucked up. Like, there's no reason that you should support them anymore. Like until yeah, now. she's like my black children. Yeah, yeah she's like it was late. It was late. It was, it was too late. Whenever it was, it was the seventies. Yeah, which is psychotic. Psychotic. Yep. Um. So, uh, so you like? I I love Jen and Heather. My my top three are Jen, Heather, um, and Meredith. There's something about Meredith, Meredith. that I am just obsessed with. I really? love how cold she is. I think she has this like bite to her. I am obsessed with her relationship with her gay son, Brooks. Oh, okay. Brooks, oh, gay icon in the making. I, I want to get him. I feel like I need out. to get him on the podcast before you, he gets if famous. If you DM him I, on Instagram, I bet you he would be a guest on the show. He wants more followers. And, yeah. you know. And I have when so he said, <laughs> When he said to his dad, when he said to his dad about the, you know, the, the floors came and did the roses, he was like, I blow all the candles and now my back hurts. I was like, you're incredible. And I love that his dad and his parents like accept him the way he is. They like don't care. The way he times his dad, I love it. My favorite Brooks moment was when they were going on that hike. That family has never hiked in their life, by the way. Ever. You think? I can't think so. When they were going on that hike and her dad, their dad was like, uh, okay, what music do you want to listen to? I have 80s, 90s. And Brooks was like, Silence. <laughs> Perfection. <laughs> he is so funny. And let's all acknowledge he took a semester off of school to be on the Housewives of Salt Lake City. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he did. And his mom is like, right. he also can do makeup, so work. Right. <laughs> sort of. A businesswoman. <laughs> I think he's just applying lip gloss. Wait, okay, now I gotta get my facts straight. Meredith does not have the tequila. No, Meredith. Uh, no, Lisa Meredith has and Lisa tequila, look very right, similar. Lisa is coming in last for me. I don't find her very exciting i, I think she thought that she her. was going to be the the queen and i think it's she's just coming i don't know she's just not doing it for me no she, and she, no did you see that that photo they showed of her and bethany frankel yeah no i didn't mm-hmm. yeah she's like the queen of sundance they're talking about that and like parties and like the soirees and, and it's it's bethany and her um, oh, oh, wait, a quick runner-up sorry to jump on bradley's picks but uh, i was also a big fan of whitney and yeah, I like I like Whitney too. Whitney twirling yeah, on the pole. I was like, "Hey, girl, what else you got to do?" Yeah. Give? So let's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna walk us sort of through the episode. We'll just like keep talking about all these women. Um, so we started out with Jen Shaw at her chalet. Um, there's been rumors that this chalet was rented, by the way, for the show. Really? Yeah. No. no. Cool. I kind of believe. Allegedly. That. Allegedly. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> That's a huge ass house. It's a huge ass house for four people. Yeah. Um, but that's how we meet Jen. She kind of goes into her background. And then after that, we're meeting Heather at her med spa. Once again, her kids all work at the like front desk and stuff at her. Um, that's what's called a med spa, right? Where it's like, yeah, it's the, something Lux and laser, whatever. Yeah. yeah. She's talking about how, um, perfection in the Mormon community is like, is everything. And so why not, you know, inject them? <laughs> make them look perfect and she looks good she looks great she looks um, great like she has a good time like yeah. i want to be friends with her you know me too i want i would love like i would love to meet her and yeah. have a little kooky she loves the gays that's another thing she said before she said she loved being dick down is that she, yeah, loves, she loves like gays. The gays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um so the first scene we get like of more than one person meeting together is jen goes to the med spa and she's like getting all of these like plastic surgery things that no one what was it? she got her knees done and then she said she got something that no one, she created a surgery there for herself. It was like cold sculpting while something else was yeah, happening. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they all look great. We yeah. can't, like, they look amazing. 
Um, they, they do. I've never seen us meet a, a wife at something so epic like a vow renewal. So Whitney, we literally meet her putting oh, yeah. on. I thought I thought we were meeting her at her wedding at first. I was Me like. Too. What is happening? Like, wow, this is quick. This is quick. <laughs> now there's a famous trope. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, Dan, but there's a famous trope on Housewives where if you have a vow renewal on a Housewives franchise, you your marriage will end. Oh, I hear that. <laughs> um, and it's happened pretty much always. So in all franchises, haven't they been together for 15 years? What was it? It was like a long time, right? Uh, well, yeah. There's yeah. also been people who have been together for 15 years that got broken up on That's the show. True. That's so. True. I don't know. Yeah. They look like they like they they. I, we've yet to see any problems with them, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, once again, Whitney. Ten years. They've been married for ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Whitney is cousins with Heather, which I love a family moment. Same. I was like, some I love that. Getting dragged out from the cellar about. I this. agree. And who is Whitney's like famous Mormon pastime? She's like the one of the oh. the her previous husband was one of the most richest one of the most richest cool was one of the richest yeah. mormon billionaires or something something like that i forget the tip mormons are rich rich with a capital b like that's that, the thing about that. it's because they don't spend their money on booze that's true no and that striving for, for perfection means you're always like down to grind it out to get more and more and more and well, because you're having so many kids you only have yeah. sex when you want to have kids Mm-hmm. Truly, like you're truly having sex to create more children. The Mormons, oh, let me tell you, the Mormons in high school were the horniest of anyone that I went to college. I mean, high school with. They because they yeah, weren't able yeah. to kiss or do anything, kiss, so they're just like they weren't able to drink talk, soda, wanted to talk about no sex coffee. all the time. Yeah, it's like I can't have. Fact, I, to, I think junior prom. I took I took a Mormon girl to junior prom. Lindsay, shout out to Lindsay. Hope you're listening. I think I date. I think I dated a Mormon girl once. I can't remember. Very sweet. Just very, very. All the Mormon girls I went to church with, a lot of them were like from, you know, the hardcore Mormon families. And they were also the same girls that we would go to seminary together before school and we would all be in like our sweats and PJs. They would change in their car into like, you know, mini denim skirts. And like, they were those hoes in school who also were like sucking dicks at the bonfires on the weekends like those are those same girls well, and now those girls in, are wives they didn't put it in their poon poon so that's okay <laughs> right <laughs> and now those girls are like wives with five kids in utah i'm like just as long as the two of those holes are virgin you know you're, you're good to go in the eyes of god <laughs> right your mouth isn't a virgin girl <laughs> two of your holes are virgin right bradley yeah his ears <laughs> i am still a virgin i'm waiting for my my wedding night Oh yeah, <laughs> let me know how that goes. God. Um, <laughs> so we're like kind of going through all this, but we we got. Are we? Do we want to just jump into the Mary of it all? Yes, please. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we meet Mary. They they do us good because they know what's happening. They know how to set up this. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll start with this, and then I have I have an, I have a thought about all this, but um, so Whitney goes to lunch with Mary <laughs> and Whitney says that everyone in the community knows about Mary and her husband. And for those that don't know, Mary is married to her step grandfather and they have a child together. You heard that correctly. Now I've done some deep researching and I have some, some things to say about this. So what happened was uh, Mary's grandmother runs a lot of businesses in the Salt Lake City community, ran a lot of businesses in the Salt Lake City community. They owned a church where they were active um, pastors at. 
Mm-hmm. In addition to that, uh, there's restaurants, I believe, and then maybe a couple other businesses outside of that. And in the will, it was like best for the family if someone in the family married the step-grandfather. Now, the step-grandfather is close to Mary's age, meaning that the step-grandfather was very, very young compared to grandma. Right. Okay. So there are rumors that step-grandfather stepped in and fell in love, quote unquote, with grandma. Once again, this is all allegedly. Rumor, I'm yeah, just re I read about this. There's Salt Lake City rumor mill saying that the, he came into the marriage to take her money. Mm, and okay. then there was a further rumor that he might have like had something to do with the passing. Oh, oh my God. Once again, drama. this is completely allegedly. I know I just read this in two different articles about this being something that I don't know if it comes up in the show, but something I'm that sure it will, because the way that all of the other girls talk about yeah. Mary's husband. And then we haven't seen it yet because that's the second episode and on, but they're they all know what the community knows and what's being said about Mary and yeah. how that happened. Also, Mary is Mary is like she gave me very Kim Richards vibes, like yes, very like yes. quirky and not. I don't know that she's made for reality television, but I'm excited to have her on my screen, and I hope she stays on right. for a couple seasons. But she is so nervous, like I you can tell too. that there are things like there are things we are going to find out. The way, well, yeah. I, I'm sure we'll, uh, well, I guess we'll get into it right what? now, but Go we'll ahead. talk about when Jen was talking about her uh, aunt yes. in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then the way so, that Mary was reacting. I know. So, okay. So while, while they're at this lunch, uh, Whitney brings up to Mary that um, there's a party at Jen's house for Meredith for her birthday, for Meredith's birthday. And, um, Jen was like nervous that she'd get invited. I mean, Mary was nervous that she'd get invited because Jen and her have not been on good terms. Now, did we all notice they did this scene six months ago? Yeah. Which it's like, what, six months ago? Like, why are they filming six months ago? So supposedly um, they began filming for, the, for um, Salt Lake City uh, a while before this episode that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And there was an issue with the production company and the, and, uh, the, Real Housewives of New York production company came in midway, like came into the filming of the season and completely restarted, recasted some women. Though you know that woman who comes into um, Jen Shaw's like, uh, oh yes, and thinking supposedly some of these out like exterior characters more maybe a little bit more involved. But okay. what I'm, I'm have to assume is that maybe that stock footage was from a. Uh, like scene filmed, yeah. with the other production company because they filmed this there six months ago. That's a long time. There were yeah. a lot of flashbacks for an introductory episode of like right. already having lunch or dinner right. or whatever it was. Right. And um, maybe not. Maybe it was also just like they were just filming like a trial scene or something. But mm-hmm. Jen and Mary used to be friends, and then they stopped being friends because um, Jen's aunt was sick and got her legs amputated <laughs> due to a sickness in the hospital. And immediately after coming from the hospital, Jen went to like a birthday party or something. And she gave Mary a hug and Mary almost threw up on her because she can't handle the hospital smell. Because she has, she has smell trauma. What did, what did she say? So, She's very traumatized by, by smell. smell. Because she had her odor glands removed. Right. What? <laughs> I 
How do you even do that? Do you take a Mad Lib and like throw <laughs> 10 words at a board? We wouldn't come up, come up with up this with storyline. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was just, my jaw was on the ground. Like we... Also, the way that Mary was like, and Jen was like, my aunt had her legs amputated. And she said, well, you know, I don't know why a six-year-old's having her legs amputated. That's because she has a bad diet. I don't know. Drink some drink water. Some drink some water. <laughs> what? Drink some water to not get your legs amputated? I was, I was floored. I was floored. I was floored. She makes me so, she, like, just like Kim Richards, she kind of makes me uncomfortable, right? Watching her. Yeah, but I like it. Like, yeah, and I like it. I want more of it because she says random shit like that. Who says drink some more water and calls out someone who had her legs amputated? And number one, why would you say to someone that I'm going to throw up because you smell like the hospital? That you've just come from caring for, for, your, for your amputee. Also, does the hospital smell that bad? Does it smell? I feel like. I know what she means by a hospital smell. It's like sterile and clinical. Like, I get it. It does smell. There's a hospital smell. No, I I totally get the smell. But, like, say that even if that smell is, like, your worst smell, guess what? Your friend, her aunt has no legs. So let's just throw her a bone and And uh, be nice. Yeah. And I imagine the process of your relative getting legs removed, like you weren't just popping by the hospital to say hi. Like you probably were there for a while. You were in this it. This was traumatic. Mm-hmm. I, My I, first response to you is not, wow, you stink. I'm, I'm going to vomit. I was obsessed though with Jen's friend, Carrie. Oh my God. <laughs> when, who brought over, who <laughs> at was the party. brought over at, the, at Jen's party for <laughs> Meredith. Yes to talk about this moment that Mary said that Jen smelled like a hospital behind her back while she was caring for her aunt who is now a double amputee and Carrie comes over and Mary immediately asks, did you tell Jen that I said that she smelled like hospital? And she said, yes, I did. I did say that. I did say that. I was like, these women, I think there is, I I had, this is a community I really had no clue existed. Right. Like, no. I feel like there, there's a B list cast of like 20 more women that could interchangeably be on the show. Like there's so many of these crazy characters in this community. Mm -hmm. Like we just met a couple exterior people like that woman, Sarah, who was like, thought it was was Jen's Jen's birthday birthday. and it wasn't. Happy birthday. (laughs) She was like doing like Aubrey O'Day drag. (laughs) Also, Jen, how rude of you to have your friend's birthday party and not care about her. Like it was for you. I died for that. I'm sure we'll see some of it next episode, next week. But I mean, there's nothing to be said about Meredith's birthday at the beginning no. of that party, guys. Especially, I mean, did you ever think Meredith looked as amazing as I did? That she looked great. That pink dress was unbelievable. Sick. That was lit. She looked great, and I love that she had her gay icon son Brooks there with mm-hmm. her. Like, well, yes, so cute. I just love is her. He, is he 21? Was he was was he drinking or just holding? No, he's 21. Drink? Oh, okay. I was rewatching I was like, Why today. Is this 13 year old drinking. No, he's 21. Champagne. He just looks really. He looks like a. Baby. She's like, have some champagne. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I also well, I encourage everyone to go watch Watch What Happens Live from last night because they had all the women on, <gasps> and Mary and Jen were going at it. Are you serious? Yes. I watch it. Oh, it's so good. And and Mary just. <laughs> I just want like I just want a nest cam in Mary's home just to see her walk around and like see her reactions to things because she just on watch what happens live. I think she thought that the camera like was gonna pan to other people. I mean they're all on Zoom, so like 
they have access to all. They, yeah, right. I think she thought though when people were talking that like maybe they wouldn't show her because there was times where she, she literally was like looking off in the corner and she was like, "Hey, did you did you pick up dinner for the kid?" Like she's like talking to people, and then <laughs> and then Jen will say something and she just is like, like just makes this face at her. And it, similar to Karen's face when she is listening to Wendy talk yeah. about her namesake. Very similar. What else? Let me see. What other notes do I have? What else did we look? I mean, go, go ahead, Bradley. I can say one thing that I noticed was the look of the show, the clothes. They are so, it's like gaudy. Like when you can yeah. afford anything you just drip yourself in like the most disgusting designer label, embellished belts, gold, jewelry, gin. Wearing that Val- Gin is- Valentino? Valentino, yeah. Val- yes. you know, like turquoise, like little dress number. Whatever. Didn't fit her. No, it didn't look it's like so, fabric, but. It's so much. It's so extra. And it just, we all know of those like uber rich people, women, men, everyone who like, they can afford to. So it's like, how much jewelry can I wear? Mm-hmm. How loud can my clothes be? You wish you were me, but everyone is actually looking at you like, are you a clown? Right. It's everything. <laughs> I, I, I did have a question regarding some stuff of how they were filming these women's houses. What do you mean? Well, I don't remember if it was Meredith or Lisa because truly at this moment, they're interchangeable to me. <laughs> but I think it was Lisa and her husband who were dressing their dog up to go outside, or right? Oh, uh, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah. What? Why? Lisa's house was like completely unfinished. There was nothing in it. All their kids' bedrooms had like the weird painting. Yeah, I up wonder against the bed. Maybe they were mid move or, or something. But I, I think I, I I feel like there's a culture in Salt Lake City where you have houses in mountain towns as well as like in oh, town I'm center sure i'm sure it's their chalet i'm sure it's their like their chalet chalet <laughs> their chalet <laughs> i said chalet the team is silent okay <laughs> um i maybe i don't know but that could be it right but it was weird i was like oh you have grit and hustle like leaning up against your kids beds who are like under five years old i don't know who's grit and hustle grit. oh it's like oh the name i saw that that was weird yeah. i was like your kid is like four years old what are you what are you talking about I hustling every day yeah i can't wrap my mind around lisa she's not for me and i don't know why that is I, I also them fucking up the fast food drive through oh my god they that was a shock they went to right dunkin donuts they went to sonic they went to taco bell, taco bell. Like, wendy's i think at like 8 a.m it, like that was quick. Wendy Osefa <laughs> was running the drive-through window. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, also, go ahead. Any, I want to get into the the tea with her and Heather. How oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah. There was this like kind of forced storyline almost. It felt like they were like, "This is going to be our episode one storyline." It's like I'm going to forget who Heather is. Yeah, and it's going to be drama. Little did they know someone smelled like hospital. <laughs> that is a big drama. <laughs> But um, yeah, so Lisa says, Jen goes over, goes over to Lisa's house with Meredith and they're like talking and they're talking about Heather and Lisa was like, no, I don't really know Heather. Kind of like a Mariah Carey, like I don't know her. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know her. Like I know who she is. But then Heather's like, no, like we were friends in college. <laughs> <laughs> they were friends. I think there could be drama though she with she her like a good not knowing girl. her because of her not being in the church anymore. Oh, like she does, she can't know her anymore. Like she was maybe because like of her severity of like, um, getting kicked out. 
Yeah. Do you think? I, maybe not. I don't know. That just like feels like I, a thing that might come up. Well, the, I mean, I'm, I'm just reading this article from the Daily Dish that's saying Lisa confirmed how she met Heather during her appearance with the rest of the cast, uh, saying that they met through a mutual friend, Angela, three years ago when I helped with a bar for Heather's business, which is uh, not Not true. They went that, to BYU. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you can't say that she was a good time girl, like showing her tits, like uh, girls gone wild and saying that you just met her three years ago. Yeah. yeah which one is it? Yeah. Um, I think there's room for, there's so much more to come with that because I do agree with you, Tom, about it being like a church thing, maybe. Like, I'm going to forget about you because you're a a loose woman, maybe. What'd you call me? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. Yeah, you're a loose woman. (laughs) No, we know who who the loose woman is here and that person's on Zoom. Hey, Bradley. Not anymore. Not anymore. You're the engaged one now. Locked up, locked yes. down. Hey, Adam. Now she's locked down. Um, great. Well, I think we have some exciting things to come in Salt Lake City. We'll kind of wrap up on that. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about with the Queens? No, just one of the, honestly, I think one of the best first episodes of a franchise I've ever seen. I was so in the whole time. I can't wait for next week. I, I agree. Very, I want them to just hooked. boot the, can we just, I'm not watching OC. I'd rather OC just like go to pasture in general. I, I want them to like lower the time to like the prime time at nine. Right now it's on at 10 on Wednesdays. It's kind of late. But that's like not the, like nine is the prime time slot. Yeah. Like, up them down. I don't Move OC to eight, 8 p.m. Like we, like no one cares. I, we, I, we, I feel like everyone is invested in this. I tried watching OC one episode and I couldn't do it. No. They're not for me. I don't even want to give them airtime right now. So we're not going no. to. No, no, no. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and come back with our final segment. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in one second. Okay, and we are back with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive with some fucking funny Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Going through the theme music in my head. <laughs> I don't play it. I put it in after. I look, oh, no, behind, I, I look I, behind the curtain. I know. <laughs> just, yeah, I look behind the curtain. Um, but uh, we like to end uh, our podcast on a dialogue about whether we think each other would be good on reality television. So uh, we'll start with Dan and I will, it's weird because there's three of us, but Dan and I will read you, Bradley. Well, not read you, but just, well, well no, 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 sorry. Dan will tell us, Brad, both Bradley and I, what he thinks of us. Bradley and I have already done this together, so we don't need to do that again. Yeah. So Dan will do that about the two of us, and then Bradley, you and I will. Um, give our feedback on Dan. Okay, oh, I can't wait for that feedback. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I like. I've always said I think you guys are great for television. I think Tom, you have the personality, and I think the podcast has taken off. You have that air about you. The air. Oh my that god! Air. Does it mean have a big head or something? No, it's like you smell like hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's the candle. That's the a candle. new smell by Tom. <laughs> Wait, Mary should do that. She she probably should. I thought oh of my that. God. If she was smart. Actually, Jen is smarter. Jen would, it would be smart for Jen to do it. Hospitality. Hospital city. Hospitality. Oh, we'll talk about it. But uh, <laughs> we'll workshop it. Can you imagine if a candle just said hospital on it? I'd be like, what the? <laughs> that, that good old hospital smell. <laughs> Ew. Uh, no, uh, yes. I think, Tom, you'd be brilliant for reality TV. I can't wait to see you as one of the BFFs of Heather Gay in the Heather oh, Gay's God, Gay in the upcoming seasons when you go visit Salt Lake City. I love it. And Bradley, likewise, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think we, we have, we find moments of being, I don't know what the word is, being <laughs> relevant and exciting is the word, you know, like we always have something to say. So yeah. Yeah. Are you, so. Did you turn that, are you saying you are included in that? I don't necessarily <laughs> think I would be in the same vein of reality television that Dan, my Dan wants BFFs to win American Idol. Be. That's what Dan wants to no, do. No, not even, <laughs> but I would love to win Amazing Race. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, well, I think that, I don't know about you, Bradley, but I think that that's, I think a competition is more your route than like mm-hmm. a slice of life, if you will. Oh, no. That would be <laughs> I was thinking about this, though. I, this morning, I was thinking that if I had to put Dan like a housewife sort of like character place, Dan really feels like a Robin on a Potomac because Robin really states her opinion when she thinks, like she's not ever bullshitting you mm-hmm. and she's just kind of giving it to you like she sees it. She like has her way of thinking right is right, wrong is wrong. And that's the way it is. She's not giving you anything but that. And I feel that would be a row vibe. And I feel like that is a- $80,000 in debt. <laughs> Just like you, <laughs> along like you. with dollars in debt, but you have you'd be like a Robin Dixon vibe. I get, I can see that. I, I see the that. thing though about Dan is he like really knows how to get you together if you need to be gotten together. Like he will, like Dan, Dan's like zero to a hundred. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Dan's made me there's cry not, before. Yeah, there's. <laughs> do you want to talk about that? You say my baby dragon. No, but just. I know. I said Dan's made me cry before. He's. You made oh. him cry. Um, yeah. So, and that's our time, together. folks. What a great episode of Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. You haven't made me cry. I don't think. No, you've never needed it, really, though. No, Bradley, Bradley get, needed get some. Get into shape for a second. Some get it together like, moments. Girl, what are you doing? <laughs> This was years ago. That was a while ago. That was like, like this is years ago. This yeah. is like early New York. Early yeah. New York. <laughs> yeah, like two thousand and nine through fifteen. <laughs> 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 oh yes. Yeah, but um, but I do think that I think Amazing Race would be Amazing Race or Survivor. I think Amazing Race would be fun because I want to see you like, like just talk shit about like some dumb team that you're like, it's really pissing you off. <laughs> Cause you would get so frustrated so fast with other teams. Uh, I'm not saying, well, who would yeah. you go on with? By I the way, I, I was thinking that Patrick, hi, shout out to Patrick. Hi. Oh, we didn't do a shout out yet. Hi, hey. Patrick. Patrick is Dan's boyfriend. We love him. I don't know if, I don't know if Patrick and I would be, a. I think we'd be a good team in another respect, but I don't know if I feel like I need like another very neurotic person to be on amazing race with me. To kind of, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it could be like a great dynamic to like have that, but I, I, I don't know. It would, would be good on. TV because Patrick would not be at your speed of like wanting. <laughs> no. He'd be like, do we have to do that? Can we just go get a drink over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the team's up there, but we need to run. We already made it to the finish line. I'm trying to think of like a good person for you to go on. I would say Bradley, but I think Bradley, well, Bradley doesn't like games. I don't I like games. We would we would do good on Amazing I, Race. I completely Amazing agree. Race. <laughs> LOL. Amazing Race. Hey together. Grace. Hey Grace. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it with Grace. Oh my God. 
<laughs> that would be iconic. <laughs> Hell. Vision. It would be iconic. The best season of Amazing Race you've ever seen in your life. If Grace and I were a team on Amazing Race, I I I'm think gonna... we would do very well. Though I think no, honestly, I actually I think, think you guys would do very well because mm-hmm. you're both you're two of the most competitive people I know. Fair. I do yep. think there would be drama. Oh, sure. yep. Right. I actually think we discovered that Dan and Grace together on reality TV would be gold. It would be because they'd fight. <laughs> I want it. I want it. That much. I don't think we would fight. No, no, no. I like, no, it would happen. Oh, well, no, but, but no, I'm, no. Grace would agree. She agrees. I'm not saying you, either of you are like monsters. I'm just saying like you're both very competitive. So I could just see you guys like in the heat of the moment, just like being like. <laughs> I think we would yeah, be very yeah. passionate about what we thought was the right foot forward. For that's like yes. what I just said. You're just trying to make it sound nicer. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you're both very passionate people. You're competitive people, yeah. but you're also very different people at how you approach things. So, like that is TV gold. Hey, Grace, you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> this is the moment. That was Grace. We dispatched Grace and hey, I'm ready. Okay, bye, Grace. <laughs> okay, well, they're kind of well, Bradley. I mean, was that kind of just like a group effort, or do you, do you agree with me? I agree with you fully. Okay, great. Happy to have your support. Um, of course. <laughs> well, this wraps up this week's episode of Dumpster Dive. How fun was this? Uh, once again, Dumpster Dive can be heard on Fridays and Sundays. Fridays is our Bravo recap. For now, we are recapping Potomac and Salt Lake City. Uh, we will switch over to Atlanta uh, when Potomac wraps up. So Atlanta and Salt Lake City. That'll take over our Bravo spot. And then TBD, what happens when Bachelorette comes to a close? Probably The Bachelor. Who knows? But uh, yeah, let me know. DM me any reality news you'd like to hear us talk about or any feedback on the podcast. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard. You can follow Brad, I said Brad Gibson, because that's your Instagram. Bradley, you can follow him at Brad Gibson 13 correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. On, on Instagram. You can follow Dan Rosales at uh, Dan Rosales. Uh, my Instagram is the Tom Hamlet, and my podcast Instagram is uh, Dumpster Dive Pod. Please do all those things, and have a fantastic weekend in New York City, or wherever you are listening to this. And... Uh, we always end on a phrase, and that is, <laughs> they, they, we might be cutting this segment because it, it, it continues to get worse, but <laughs> they go low and we go lower. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Kicks is usually here to be like, honey. <laughs> hey. <laughs>